What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Jury One Podcast. This is episode number 24. 24. Episode number 24 of the Jerry One Podcast. And I'm your host, Nick Felice. And this is another great episode. A lot. This is an, a lot going on. It's an action-packed episode of Jerry One overall. We got the playoffs. It's playoff time over in fantasy basketball and fantasy hockey. And then we're also in week two of three of the Jerry One 2021 ESPN Tournament Challenge. And we got a Jerry One Fantasy Baseball news on an upcoming draft for this Sunday that I will announce at the end of the show. If you're in the league, you already know when it is. But for other viewers, it's at the end of the show. I'll tell you when the Jerry One Fantasy Baseball draft is this weekend. So that's what we got in store. It's going to be a big episode. Um, and I also got a new game to introduce in this game because, yes, someone is on the podcast for a third time, for a record-setting third time. It is the one and only Jerry One Goat. Paul Russo is on the podcast today. My Finger Lakes One co-host, Paul Russo, is on the show. He's in. He's playing in both playoffs. He's got the buy in hockey, so we're going to really talk about his basketball team as he faces Larry. Paul's the last seed in, sixth seed. Larry's the three seed. Could have been the number one seed. We're going to talk to Paul about that matchup. We're going to talk to Paul. He's an inaugural champion in fantasy basketball. Can he make a run? We're going to talk about his bracket a little bit. We're going to talk about his hockey team, and we're going to talk about his baseball draft, a little bit about his baseball draft preview since he was so close last year in that shortened season. But Paul Roos is on the podcast, episode 24 of the Jerry One Podcast is getting going right now. Here we go. Paul's going to come on in a second, but I forgot to mention it in the intro that today is Thursday, March 25th, 2021. You're watching this on YouTube on March 26th, 2021, Friday edition. Gotta love those Friday editions, yo. Start your weekend with the Jerry One Podcast. Uh, but... Yeah, it's a beautiful day out. It's 70 degrees here in Seneca Falls, New York. Um, on this Thursday, it's going to be – it's it's going to – the warm weather is looking up as we head towards April, my favorite month of the year. But, yeah, let's talk about fantasy basketball. Why don't we throw the, the final standings up? Uh, as you see, Blake defeated Larry. Blake is the number one seed, unbelievable week, 15th best scoring week that we've seen in a seven-week format. Blake just absolutely dominated his match against Larry. Larry, second in scoring, though. You know, first unlucky week of the year. Not a lot. You can't get a lot of unlucky, unlucky weeks when you only lose three times a year. But Larry, you know, was so close to being the number one seed, doesn't even get his first curve bye. Kyle gets the bye. He has to come back against me on Sunday to get that bye. That's how the two buys worked out. Larry's the three seed. Kyle's the two for the second straight year. Blake's number one in his first year in the playoffs in this league. Sam's in. He's not the number one seed this year, but he's in again. He's playing his brother. Uh, his brother. He's playing. He's playing my brother Matt Clarkson University rivalry in the in the first round of the playoffs. And then Paul gets in with the win. Justin and Kirk didn't even win in week 12. Hats off to Josh getting that win off over Kirk. Not to come in last place. Jack comes in last place. Um, you know, Paul gets it with these. Justin Kiefer made a push to seventh place. Seventh place doesn't do enough. Last year would have got you in the playoffs. This year, nope, nope, not getting any in. But not a bad first year for Justin Kiefer in his, in his first year in this league. But, yeah, you know, 
the non-playoff teams are done, like me. Just couldn't get it going. Tried to get a nice win over Kyle. Just wasn't meant to be this year. Uh, just too many, too many problems in my team. One, people not playing games, people get traded, stuff like that. And just people not performing well and injuries, you know, affected me tremendously this year. So that's it for me. Jack didn't set his lineup most of the year. One of the few guys to, he is the only guy to do that, I would say. Uh, Josh, you know, just, just couldn't get a lot of luck on his side. Not like he has the greatest team in the world, but definitely no two and 10 team. I'll say that. You know, Kurt and Justin, just so many problems. Justin just collapsed, lost three straight in a year. You can't do that. And that's Justin Hill, I'm saying. Justin Kiefer, though, had a good good first year. But let's talk about the six. You know, I, I think I, on the prediction show, I think I predicted, oh, man. I did not predict Paul. I'm sorry about that. How can I go against the zero one go? But I did not predict Paul. But here he is playing Larry. Uh, as I speak on this Thursday, it's 5 in the afternoon, 5 evening. 5.13 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we got a uh, we got a Paul lead over Larry right now, 403, 379. Uh, not, not too surprised because this Paul team is good. This Larry team is also good. This is gonna, I mean, you talk about these playoffs, this is going to be to the death. These six teams are going at each other. And of course, Sam's got the lead over Matt. Sam without Curry, Matt without LeBron. So that's it without your two first-round picks. We'll see how that one plays out. Sam's never won a playoff game in this league. Matt's been to two finals, never won. Paul, the inaugural champion, he's also been to two finals, won one of the two. And Larry's got one playoff win. So Sam got in the most inexperienced playoff team in this in this group of the first round here. Obviously, you know, Blake hasn't played a playoff game yet. And Kyle's played in one official game, and he won it over Justin Hill last year in the first round before it all got canceled. So Sam... Really got to start proving himself a little bit. He's got to get that monkey off his back. He's got to get that first playoff win. It's going to be a tough team. Matt's a good team. Sam's seventh in scoring this regular season. Matt was Matt was third in scoring this regular season. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Um, let me just confirm. Yes. Matt was, yes, Matt was third in scoring this regular season. Yeah. So this is a good Matt team, despite despite being a five seed. You know, this is a deep five seed. We've, we've seen two five seeds make a run in Jerry One Fantasy Sport Playoffs. Yours truly did both of them. Uh, 18, 19 basketball and 19 baseball. Five seed went to the one at all. Jack Bow and 18 baseball did get to the finals as a five seed, but Sam Shields beat them. So five seeds have had, you know, and the five seed has had the upper hand over the four seed. So, We'll see if the four C can finally get a win here. It's been a, it's it's not it's not it's it's not been a while because Justin Kiefer did it over Jack in hockey last year, but the five seed has just it's dominated this matchup between the five and the four. Two even teams. We got two even teams here. Sam and Matt. This is going to be a great game. The rivalry. I'm not saying there's not a Larry Paul rivalry, but I'm sure Larry would love to be where Paul is. You know, Paul almost he's going for 200 career wins now. Obviously, you know, Larry's not even played 200 career games. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a lot of time to win 200 career games. Paul's been playing since 2011. Larry's been playing since 2018. So we'll see what happens here. I, it, it's, it's almost like it's a trap game for Larry in this playoffs. I think he's going to lose this. I, mean, I, hate, I hate to say it, but I, I think Matt and Paul could win. Not, I mean, it's not surprising. They're Jerry One legends. To get to the semifinals, take and take on arguably definitely the two best teams this year in Kyle and Blake. 
Larry, though, close third. I, I think regular season-wise, Larry's been that close third. He did have a nice stretch there where he looked like he could have been the best team. You know, we, we still don't know who the best team is. Is it, Are we really buying in on Blake? Are we really buying in on Kyle, who was the favorite coming into the year? It was Kyle and Sam who were the favorites coming into the year. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I think Larry, I, I think he could win this game potentially, but you have to watch out for Paul. You have to. I I think either the Jerry One Legends could get to the could get to the semis. You know, there's a chance. We haven't talked about hockey yet on this show, but there's a chance that Paul and Matt can meet in both the hockey and the basketball finals. I mean, you talk about greatness in fantasy sports. That would be greatness. We saw that. We have seen this before. In 2018, we saw Nate Severance. Nate. And Paul going the hockey finals and the basketball finals at the same time. Nate won basketball, Paul won hockey. So, you know, it was a split. But there's a chance. There's a chance we could see Matt and Paul in both the finals. As a guy like Nick, as a Nick Felice of this league, as a guy who's always been treated as like the third guy to them, obviously, some people even think I'm below that because I don't have a football championship. I don't want to see this. I, I, I want to see a new name. I want to see a Kyle. I want to see a Blake, a Sam. These guys have come out strong. A Nate, you know, a Larry. Larry's done well. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't had the record, the winning percentage that Blake and Sam and Kyle and have come out with. Nate have come out with, if you see on the overall standings, Larry's more, you know, a little bit over 500. But he's come on strong. He's had a great year. I think it's just his baseball record that's really hurt him. But – I'm rooting for those guys. I mean, I'm is I'm not going to be upset if we see greatness and Matt and Paul are in the finals, but I'm rooting for the other people just because I'm not in the playoffs. I got to root for someone because I'm watching it. I'm the commissioner, so I'm watching it. Should be interesting. I'm excited to see how this one plays out. Fantasy basketball, like I said, it's going to be to the death. To the death, these six teams. I don't know who's going to win. If I had to pick. I can't go. I can't. I can't go against Kyle. Don't prove him wrong. Like Justin Keeper said on the podcast a couple weeks ago, can't go wrong with Kyle. That's my pick. That's fantasy basketball. Now it's time to talk to Paul. Talk to him about this run. Talk to him about this hockey team. Talk about the this bracket and baseball as he prepares for that for this week's draft. That I will say at the end of the show. So here's that conversation with Paul. Enjoy. Today's guest is on the podcast for a record-setting time, three times on the pod. Uh, he hasn't been on actually since a little before Halloween, before we, we took a break there from the pod. But, uh, yes, this is the Jerry One Goat. This is a five-time Jerry One champion, three times in football, one time in basketball, one time in hockey. He's playing his 20th and 21st season in Jerry One on basketball and hockey, and he just clinched his 15th and 16th playoff berth on basketball and hockey. Paul Russo. Paul, how's it going? Doing good, Nick. Thanks for uh, having me on again. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I'm Jerry One Goat just, you know, yet, uh, but, you know, hey, me and Matt are, me and Matt are doing pretty good for ourselves. And uh, I, yeah, I said this to you yesterday and off the show, but uh, sixteen playoff berths. Does it? Does it? Is it as? Is it as exciting as it was when you clinched that twenty eleven football playoff berth, your first one? 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, anytime you get uh, an opportunity to go for a championship, I mean, it, you know, it, it still brings you the same excitement, same challenges, you know, it, it, it's, it's never not a good feeling not being in the playoffs. So yeah, I mean, it's always exciting. Never, never gets old being in the postseason, and, you know, I'll take it every day of the week. Yeah. And so this is your, your 14 previous playoffs, five championships, mm-hmm. one season cut short, the other, yeah. others not. Uh, so you've done a pretty good job. And did you know, Paul, out of the 16 playoff berths, 12 of them have been – you have been a top two seed in 16 of them in 12. Yeah, I didn't know that. I figured um, – yeah, you know, usually I, I kind of – well, I guess probably more or less recently I kind of get in, in in these, like, mid-tier seeded regions, like three or so. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. I'll take I'll take that. That means I got to be doing something right, I suppose. Yeah, and uh, so – Let's talk about basketball first. You got in last week of the season. Got yep. in pretty, pretty easily. Uh, you won. Justin Kirk did not win the last <laughs> week. Kirk needed a miracle because he was way behind in points. That was the only tiebreaker he could get in by because you beat him. Yeah. Uh, so you're in. Uh, six seed. Couldn't really gain any ground because of Matt being you know, ahead of him points. But mm-hmm. you beat Matt the last week of the season. Uh, it's just – before we talk about your your first round matchup against Larry, just talk about your season so far. Yeah, it's been an interesting year. Start off the year, um, let me double check. I think it was something like like every other week, just losing. I think I actually technically started off the year like what zero and two or so. Yeah, zero and two, and uh, then went on a two game win streak, two loss uh, losing streak again, then win loss and uh, one ever since. So uh, beginning of the year, it, it, it was a bit of a tough, tough go. And, uh, you know, obviously we'll touch on it in hockey too, but um, uh, COVID got my team there a little bit, especially early on and uh, had to cope a little bit and, you know, a couple bigger injuries, you know, with, with CJ McCullough and, uh, and Larry Nance Jr. But, um, you know, we've, we've been able to kind of pick it up, obviously, really well and um you know just starting from the beginning of the year till now um you know kind of like football became a little bit of a why not us mantra uh, to myself here a little bit and uh it's worked out well and you know i have a really good group of, of guys on this team in my opinion um you know some guys who you know you, we definitely expected probably to do really good things with like like, you know, obviously Jokic, uh, Kawhi, Jimmy Butler, et cetera there. And then, you know, guys who I've been able to pick up really well, whether it was late in the draft and they've just stuck on my team the whole time or waiver wire guys like Rashad Holmes. Um, you know, I brought Larry Nance Jr., who one of the main waiver guys that, that has just stuck my team the whole year. Um, to, you know, especially recently with, like, say, Josh Hart or P.J. Washington. So, and uh, Chris Boucher as well. So um, just a really interesting plethora of guys who have had really good years that someone we expected and others really not so much. And um, the team that I forget why I started off as, but this Kate for has done really well. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What is, you know, is, you know, is that's obviously a shot <laughs> towards Kurt Ireland, your robbery. What, what, yeah. 
what was your instant reaction when you saw Kurt's team, Paul's granny's panties? Well, I kind of wondered how he got in my room for one. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, secondly, you know, you know, it's, it's not, it's not so much whatever, you know, I like Kurt, obviously, you know, grow off with him and everything. So uh, just more than anything, it's a little playful banter, <laughs> hopefully, you know, at least for me anyway, but uh, you know, uh, it is what it is. I, you know, yeah. It, it's, it, if you come shooting for the crown, you best not miss. Yeah, it's all it's all love. When I had Kurt on, I talked. I asked him the same question. He's just like, I even asked him, "Is this a rivalry between you and Paul?" He says, uh, "He says he wishes it was because he just he wishes he was you as an owner." He he he. he I think he looks up to you a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. But oh, I, I, you know, I. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, Kurt kind of looks up at everybody, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> so that's a little shot there too, but it, you know, it's, we got a really good group of guys in basketball this year. Um, so it, it's been nothing really, but, but some love and interest from, from myself. So. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned one guy, uh, CJ McCollum, you didn't get him back. Yeah. He's actually going pretty off tonight on this Thursday night. Got yeah, 30. he's got 30, 31 right now at the end of the third. So uh, maybe pick up a couple more assists and boards. Maybe that would help boost the overall total up instead of getting everything from from points-wise. But, um, yeah, you know, it's quite the game going on between myself and Larry uh, right now. Yeah. Before we really dive into it, let's yeah. talk about Jokic. Yeah. Third overall pick, you got him. Obviously, you knew he was going to be good, but did you think he was going to be this good? I mean, you always hope that the guy's going to be that good, right? Um, you know, maybe maybe not as good as he has been, I suppose, but, you know, look at what he was able to do last last year and um, came came back this year uh, a bit leaner, however – really lean he can get he still looks like a loaf of bread I call him a loaf of bread out there and uh you know he he really you know he, we can jump on all he wants he can say what you want but I mean he he's he's another one of those different type of once in a generational talents um you know we'll get well so for instance you'll get like what LeBron or Giannis right but I mean look what Jokic is doing I don't think we expect it from that dude's body but uh yeah, definitely a little bit better than even I anticipated. I I would say. Yeah, he's he's unbelievable. Like his average, he's averaging thirty seven point three points a game. That is just, I don't know if I've ever seen anything that high. That is just yeah. unheard of. But yeah. First round. I know there's it's a lot of crazy sniffs going on the other side of the first round. Of, you know the Clarkson University yeah. robbery going on over there, but you're the sixth seed. Uh, you never had a seed this low. It's, is it is a little odd to be this low? Uh, not not after the start of the year that we had. Um, you know, once you get into the playoffs, anything can happen. Obviously, you wish you were maybe a bit bit of a higher seed uh, so you get a buy. But um, you know, if if you have to be a player, I don't know you know the seats don't probably fully as matter as um, maybe say in a full normalized year or anything like that. But um, yeah, you know, I just it's another mantra of why not us? You know, we got pretty much, you know, we we got nothing to really exactly lose, right? I mean, we missed the playoffs, or we missed the main playoff bracket, you know, the winning bracket. Um, 
you can only do so much at that point. You know, do you want to tank to do whatever? Uh, you know, that's not really fun at that point. But, um, yeah, you know, why not us? Hey, you know, yeah. as, long as, you're in, as long as you're in, you're, you know, you're in. You can, you're, you're, you have the shot. Yeah. So you're playing my college friend, Larry Morris, number three seed. He was a win in week 12 away from being the number one seed. Very yeah. good team. But, you have five championships in Jerry won fantasy sport. He's just in his fifth season in Jerry won fantasy sports. I mean, there's a lot of experience on your side. You, you've won a basketball championship. I know it was a while ago, but you've won it. You've been there. You've been to two finals. Larry's still trying to get to his first finals. He has a one playoff win. Do you, uh, you take experience on your side or do you look at, you just don't worry about it. This is a good Larry team and you just come out and do your best. Well, the key, the key thing probably actually really within our matchup is um, what happened today with the trade deadline, uh, oddly enough. Um, you know, he for instance, he has Norman Powell in his lineup, right? And he goes from, uh, from Toronto to Portland, right? So he's probably going to be out for a couple of days um, get, getting through COVID, the protocols and everything he's got to do. Um, no, I guess if, if you want to call it being lucky, I didn't have anybody traded. Um, so you, you kind of avoid um, some stuff, some funky stuff there, right? Um, you know, <laughs> it's hard to kind of base I, maybe this year so much on experience as it is uh, just getting kind of maybe a bit lucky. Obviously now, you know, we get to a point in the season where at least in the NBA side of things, right? Uh, COVID's not exactly wreaking havoc as it was, you know, really even a month or so ago, give or take. Um, so, you know, my, maybe if I had to offer any up words of advice in theory to Larry, is just pay attention to that waiver wire. Um you know, the thing I noticed for a while with our league this year, still is the case kind of in a way. It's the same main five guys have cycled in and out of the waiver wire, uh, whether it's Herder, um, mm-hmm. who I had on my team for probably close to a month, really. Um, but, you know, just stuff like that. And, you know, um, when it comes down to experience versus the higher seed in this situation, you know, I think it's one of those combinations of both in a way, right? I know in, in essence, right? Well, I know what I'm doing or whatever, right? But Larry, you know, that's, the, you know, the one thing, you know, the one year I, I coached at the high school level uh, was like, hey, you know, sure, we may not have any business here, but we, maybe, what, you know, that's the thing about it. When you don't have the inexperience, you don't know what you're doing. You're just kind of going out there and doing your own thing. And a lot of times, as long as you keep doing your own thing, it pays off in the end. So, um, it, it's a weird melting pot of, I think, of a lot of different factors uh, in this matchup uh, in terms of experience versus higher seed, uh, you, you know, who's been around longer, who, who's done better this year. So, um, we, we actually probably have the most intriguing, you know, matchup there at the moment. Yeah, it's it's. When I first saw that potential that happened, that is a very huge first round matchup, and yeah. and uh, this whole this whole tournament or the whole playoffs is some. There's some really really good teams that could win this thing, and I don't know who's going to win it, but 
the last two seasons in this basketball league. I know you were gone for the one year, but the last two yep. seasons, the six seed has beaten the three seed the last two seasons. So we will see if it's a third straight year with see, Paul. Even I got expectations to live up to here. So yeah. So have you? That. I know. This you probably have seen the bracket. Uh, yep. It's a three-headed monster. It's been all season by by record by points. Blake, Kyle, and Larry have just they they've they've dominated the regular season. And Paul, you're on a side where you have to beat Larry. You're gonna have to beat Kyle, and most most likely a date with Blake in the finals potentially. Not sure who it could be, but it could be him. Do you look ahead, or are you just focused on this Larry game first? Uh, you know, quote the great Jim Valvano: "Survive in advance, right?" Um, so it can really only focus on, you know, like you know, just day at a time here. Um, you know, you got you know, look at my team, for instance, right now. Jimmy Butler ended up sitting out tonight, as well as Kawhi, and both, you know, may not be playing the next game anyway. I you know the Heat, a couple of days, same thing with the Clippers. So, um, you you know, especially you know these first matchups, you just gotta take it one day, what specifically, what just one day at a time, even, um, you know, survive, and then at that point, you just survive in advance. Um, you know, if it's not in the cards for, for me to play Kyle, then it's just not in the cards. Um, so I guess to that end, you know, I don't think you you have to necessarily plan for your next opponent until, you know, probably Friday or Saturday. Well, really, you know, Saturday, Sunday, really. Um, you know, at that point, you know, where do you stand matchup-wise, acquisition, pickup, number-wise, you know, stuff like that. So, um, you know, maybe it's like 90%, you know, you you have to go day by day, but 10% you also have to look out for what's ahead. And this year we're hoping, hopefully everything works out. We finished this playoff, <laughs> but uh, we're supposed to do a third-place game this year, first one in this league. So if you get losing this first round, you're – you would get two cracks at getting your money back. Yeah. So, yeah, it's tough. It's almost like you lose in this first round. You almost like you don't feel like you're in the playoffs while the other four teams get to play the final four weeks of the season. But to transition over to hockey a little bit, yeah. both brackets, both playoff brackets, have you and Matt, the other Jerry One legend, on the opposite side of the bracket. Now, we saw in 2018, you and my college friend Nate, Went to the finals in both hockey and basketball, which was pretty crazy. You won hockey. He won basketball that year. Mm-hmm. What would it mean as, you know, you and Matt have already great, great Jerry One resumes and yeah. a whole lifetime to live still. <laughs> what would you it don't mean, know that. <laughs> what would it mean if you and Matt, you know, Matt in the finals in both of these, these sports, what would that be? That that's obviously pretty historic. Uh, you know, it, I think it'd mean you know a lot. Me and Matt, obviously, pretty much you know part of this you know now really original six type deal. And um, you know, for especially for Matt this year, hockey wise, you know, think about a team that's under five hundred gets into the playoff uh, as that last seed. You know, and at that point he'll have to get by. You know, arguably the best fantasy hockey player that Jerry one has and Justin Kiefer. Um, I think that would say that says a lot about Matt 
uh, from the fantasy side at that point anyway. So I think it would make it uh, that that much more special to uh, if it were both of us. It would just – when I think of it, if you guys met in the finals, I would take it as if I was a Justin Kiefer or a Blake or a mm-hmm. Kyle or a Nate who have had great seasons this year, I would take it like, oh, my goodness, there's no hope. We have the best regular season ever, yeah. and yet it's still Paul and Matt in the finals dominating these leagues. It would, it would, be, it would be historic, but it's a lot to ask because you guys would have yeah. to knock out every single playoff team in both leagues. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, the only, the only solace I have in that is the fact that, you know, me, the top three seeds I've seen hockey – have a de facto buy um so you know obviously like me and Nate you know we have we have uh, pretty much the next two weeks off you know right now it's pretty much you know more or less a week and a half but um you know you don't you don't have to worry about that extra game you don't have to worry about you know this week especially you know you look at the NHL right now and it's not so much a league-wide issue as as so much it is maybe a specific division issue out here in you know pretty much your combo of Atlantic slash East, right? You know, obviously the deal Buffalo's still going on, uh, but now with the Bruins too. So, um, yeah, it, 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 it shows, you know, I think, you know, collectively, you know, going back to like what I said, you know, for Matt, to, if Matt were to come out of that, for any of us to really come out of it, you know, and it helps, you know, it, it shows the type of grit, perseverance, and tenacity it takes to become a Jerry One legend. Yeah. It's it's a lot of hard work, but hockey, it, it, we've touched on a little bit already. You started just like basketball, 0-2 in hockey, and, th- and that was kind of nerve-wracking a little bit in a 10-week shortened season. Yeah. But then you rattled off six straight wins. You closed out the season seven here at last eight. Mm-hmm. Lost a heartbreaker one point by Justin Kiefer in week nine. Um, like you said, you and Nate got a buy. It's huge. It's absolutely huge. You, you could take the two weeks to get healthy if you're having problems there. And you don't have to fight for six straight weeks to win a championship like Josh and Matt have to do now and uh, have to go through the number one seed, Justin Keeper, as well, just to get to the finals. But you will play Nate in the semifinals starting April 5th. Um, you know, what, what are your thoughts on this hockey team, Paul? It, it certainly, you know, I, I, I'll i start here. Offensively, it did exactly pretty much what I thought it was going to do, my offensive skaters. Um, you know, so not not much, I guess, there. Not to, not to disparage the, that group by any means, but um, the defense really um, did a really tremendous job, in my opinion. Um, defense across, you know, both, both my fantasy hockey leagues that I'm in, uh, is always usually my shortcoming and, um, you know, has my defensive unit overall been really great? No, but they've been really good, certainly better than a unit that I've usually drafted and picked through the waiver wire. So, um, big, big ups to the, to my defensive skaters, um, to get to this point, you know, cause like I said, offensively, you know, I, I, my team set up to just do what, what they were supposed to do, right? I have, I have Dristel, you know, Stamkos, uh, Pasternak, um, you know. So they they did what they had to do, did what I expect them to do. But man, that defensive unit of mine, I really love this year. 
So you, you weird stat at the start of the yeah. season. You've had this four years of this league, and you've had the first pick in this league three of the four years. And you <laughs> took Leon Dreisaitl at number one. He's been great. He's been great. Yep. No kidding about that. But Connor McDavis had slightly a better fantasy year. I know it's it's not a huge difference, but not according to the rankings. No, not according to the rankings, but overall points. It's so close. It's so close. Yeah. You couldn't hit or it was a hit. You could you would hit on both of them. And uh it's pretty it, wild that Edmonton's two best players play on the same line and that's about it. Yeah. What was what was the decision <laughs> to taking dry style over McDavid though? It it was a tough call actually, because I mean I think I mean, even though you, what Dressel has done the past, you know, year or so, you know, before the pandemic, you know, we he, he showed what he has. And he was one of the fancy getters last year in most formats. So um, it, it was a, admittedly a bit tough. Uh, so I, I went with Dressel mostly because um, I figured McDay would probably get most of the attention it pains me to say this. McDavid's a guy I saw play uh, when he was in the OHL with Erie a few times. Um, got actually a press um, deal with him one time uh, working with uh, the school radio at Gannon. Um, but it pained me because I, I sit there and, you know, McDavid does have a bit of an injury history. Um, just the way he plays and his size and everything like that contributes into it a little bit so I went with what I thought would be probably the healthier option all year long I mean, David has had his healthiest year to date arguably one of his better statistical years average wise to date uh, because obviously it's a shortened season you won't have as good as year really as you know a full length deal average wise it's it's as good as it's ever been for McDavid um, so it, it was probably looking back on a true toss-up deal. Absolutely. So I, I just went with dry saddle for probably more of a safety net reason than anything else. Yeah. And David's doing a hell of a job for Josh's team. Um, but I got to get your thoughts on the goalies. And yeah. now your week 10 matchup against Q, one of the guys who does not play goalies, even though the season's yeah. over. We've seen Nate started with it. He had two yeah. shutouts the first night of his last two picks in the entire draft. Yeah. Two shutouts by his goalies, then he cut them both. He's played without goalies the whole year. Then Justin Kiefer, right before, I believe, a Nate matchup, he started playing no goalies, and Q started doing it. And your top scorer in Week 10, Philip Gru- Grubauer. Yeah, Grubauer. Was your top scorer in Week 10, your goalie. Yeah. See, and I've, I've, what are your thoughts on this sitting goalies? I, I, I'm not a fan of it. Um, I understand it in theory. It's kind of like in football when you go without a kicker. Um, or maybe in actually, in all fairness, probably more like in football if you go without a defense. Um, it, like I said, I, I get it. You're, you're netting zero for that slot. You aren't risking, obviously going into a negative point situation, like, for instance, my goalies tonight are. Um, but the same token, you know, you're leaving point – you are leaving points more or less on the table depending upon your goalie situation. Um, 
in, you know, the reason why I don't like it is simply put, if you get into a situation, you know, at the end of the week, obviously in playoffs, it means a lot, but Hey, and the regular season last couple of weeks of the year, if you're on this bubble, if you're on the bubble, you know, one or two points can make all the difference. And, you know, if you're sitting, you know, <laughs> if you're sitting even, you know, one of your goalies and you still have the one in there, you know, right. Like that could make all the difference in the world. So, um, I do understand it in theory. I'm imagining that's the theory that they're thinking anyway, but, um, I, you're, keep, I, you're keeping your goalies, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I, it's, it seems pretty stupid to me to, to not have net minders in there. <laughs> so what's the mindset going in this matchup against Nate in a couple of weeks, you know, both mm-hmm. you're the only former champions in this league. Huge semifinal. You thought Larry U was huge. This is huge. You versus Nate. Nate, you know, was 17 and two last year. Number one seed. His whole season cut short. You know, a championship was it was in his hands. But he's not been as good this year. But he's he's good. Uh, but what's what's the mindset for your team going into this matchup? Two weeks. Yeah, you know, obviously we have another week to stew on it, which is good. Obviously. Um of an injury bug is sweeping our team right now. So, um, you know, once we get back to full power, I think it's KD bar to the door. Let the best offense win at that point between us two. Um, you know, we both similar similar patterns really all year. Um, you know, matchup well, obviously matchup wise, but um, roster wise, stat wise. So, um, I'm looking forward to it. You know, um, again. You know, it, this is – it's a very big matchup. But, you know, I can do is survive in advance. You, you know, you just have to take it day by day, week by week. So, I'm really looking forward to it, um, especially if both our teams are all all the way healthy and all good to go. It should be a really good matchup. Yep. Uh, before we stop with the hockey talk, uh, 73-69, Matt, over Josh right now. Any prediction? Wow. Well, obviously, they got – another pretty much 10 days to figure this deal out. Um, But um, Matt, you know, came on pretty strong as of late. An Um, under 500 team has never won a playoff game. Why not make a little history for the South Park Peewee hockey team? So it's pretty interesting, but we'll see. I think uh, we'll have a really good indication about how how that matchup's going to turn out as we uh, flip the calendar to next week. Yep, yep. Uh, that's first playoffs in this league too, so that's a it's a big deal for them. Both looking for their first career playoff win. Both trying to be in that conversation in the semis, but improving, improving. Paul, your Jerry One Twenty Twenty One ESPN Tournament Challenge bracket. I'm looking yeah. at it right right now. Improving. I'm not looking at it. <laughs> Improving is the is the word. Right now you are tied for 54th out of 71 owners. It's not looking good because your max is only 930 yeah. right now. 330 points. But you still have three of the four final four teams that you predicted. Gonzaga, Florida State, Arkansas, yeah. Illinois was your final. The only problem is you had Illinois going all the way. Yeah. Paul, thoughts on your bracket now? going the second week oh it's busted uh 
Yeah, I mean, the the side of the bracket I thought would be more chalk than anything else uh, completely was the one that caused the most chaos. Um, yeah, you know, this year this year I pretty much picked really straight up with my head, I thought, for the most part, and um, just wasn't, you know, meant to be. I mean, hell, I even, you know, had San Diego State in the Sweet 16. So, Lead eight. Lead yeah. eight. Yeah, I had them beating Houston. Uh, so... Yeah, why can you do five of the eight still? Yeah, not not a ton you can do. Um, it's March Madness, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, it is what it is. It's it, it's been a tough tough year. Obviously, predict games anyway, and uh, the bracket this year was certainly no exception to the rule. Yeah, uh, one guy who's in the running still, tied for third. We've only it's only the second year that we've done it. Obviously, you know, Matt Felice, your rival. What would that? What would? What would you think of a man like Matt to win a bracket challenge twice? Well, we've already for we already have a uh, protest filed uh, with the NCAA against the Matt Fleece University Falcons. Um, no, uh, <laughs> obviously this is like I said. This one's a completely different beast than what anybody than what we actually do, you know, fantasy-wise. So, more power to Matt, but, um, you know, my main concern has always been the actual rings at the end, so. Yeah, we'll absolutely. See. <laughs> well, you know, I appreciate you doing this bracket challenge, ah. and hopefully we get more people each every year, so we'll see how it goes. I mean, 71's a lot. Um, Syracuse won it all, though. I mean, hell yeah, why not us, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, buddy Buckets, Buddy Buckets, baby. <laughs> but uh, one last sport we'll talk about today, no football today, which is that's a big leap, but baseball <laughs> is starting up this Sunday, March 28th at 9 p.m. is our draft, 9 p.m. on the East Coast. Uh, Paul, obviously, I think we talked about this last time you are on, you're disappointing. Yeah. Shortened season, undefeated, losing to my cousin Johnny in the finals. Um, but second year back, you know, you played one, the inaugural year, but then you're back again. Full season here, finally. Jerry one gets a full season. We did see in football, but like a long season, 18 week regular season. Yeah. What are you? Are you looking forward to it? Obviously, you're a big baseball. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a really fun year, I think, baseball wise overall. Anyway, so I'm really looking forward to it. Um, you know, you know, obviously, last year didn't end the way we wanted, but uh, you know, we got a new team. Uh, mindset, new team, uh, not, not full-fledged leadership, but uh, we're really looking forward to stuff on the Jose, on the uh, Altuve's tattoo squad. So, yeah, uh, keeping we, the name, huh? Keeping the name. Yeah, I think so for this year. There's nothing really clever baseball-wise I can exactly think of, unless it's you know, unless we go something maybe down uh, the Tony La Russa path. Uh, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, think, well, so. basketball we saw mid mid-season name change, so. You That's true. Know. You never yeah. know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, baseball, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it should be a it should be a good one. I mean, I know, right. you're, you know you're definitely focused on basketball and hockey right now, but for a couple weeks of baseball, let's, let's see how it goes. You know? Yeah, you can't lose focus. You can't lose focus of it, right? You know, these – it's obviously a long year, but, you know – once you get to these dog days, I mean, they turn the fights and, you know, if you can get a win early, if you get wins early on, it certainly, you know, makes it easy if you drop a couple during uh, July or August. 
I'm ready for it. I'm bored already. One week out, no <laughs> hockey, basketball team. I'm not setting any lineups right now uh, on the Jerry One side of things, but I'm bored. I want to get back. I want, I want to set a lineup. Let's, let's go. But, uh, uh, my, ba- my baseball prospectus is ready to go, so we're ready. <laughs> yeah. So, Paul, it has come to this point of the show. Anybody who comes on my show for a third time That's plays, right. my, plays my new game. Called Jerry One Millionaire. Da, 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 da. I was on the yeah, non-copyright, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's a condensed version of Millionaire. You know how to play. Yep. It's 10 questions. All right. Try to win 100 points. So 10 points, 20 points, 30 points, all the way up to 100 points. All right. Okay. So I'm just going to, you know, it's it's a question and four, four choices. You say the answer, final answer. I'd make a dramatic long pause. We... Uh, <laughs> But the, the, the save points in this is after 30 points and after 60 points and then up to 100 points. So three, right. three questions, three questions, and four questions. You get three lifelines, 50-50. The second lifeline is a hint from me. And then the third lifeline is a interesting one. It is a double uh, – it's a second choice. You get two choices at the answer. You should call it, like, you should call it double shot. Double shot. You know what? That's what the official name is going to be. Double, <laughs> double shot. I'm writing that down. So double shot is interesting. So you have to say you're going to use the lifeline. Double shot. You can you you can go for an answer on the first one, and you get it wrong. You can use the hint after. You can't use the <laughs> you can use the hint after after one guess. But if you guess right on the first guess, the lifeline's still gone in general. It's two shots uh, before it, whatever. And, uh, yeah, and I think that's, I think that's it. Um, oh, if you, get, if you get any question wrong at any point, there's no help. There's nothing. The game will be over if you get the first one wrong. But the first three are easy. Do not overthink them. And uh, are you ready to play, Paul? I'm ready, Nick. Okay. Do you have anything to write down? You need, you need, no, uh-uh. I'm good. I'm Alex, good. I'm, I'm Alex, doing this like actual millionaire. I'm just going in without anything. So if you need anything repeated, just let me know. All right. All right. Here we go. Four, 10 points. Here we go. This is a football question. Fantasy football. Who, which one of these owners have you beat in a football finals? Is it A, Andrew, B, Pat, C, Jeremy, or D, Kurt? Well, we know that we can cross Kurt right off the bat away. He hasn't uh, hasn't been in football yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jeremy's still fairly new to the league. <laughs> Who have you been in a football finals? I mean, honestly, these are kind of tough for me because I have such an awful memory when it comes to Jerry one. <laughs> uh, I hate to to go out on the first one, obviously. So uh, you're gonna use a lifeline. <sighs> I, I want to make sure if I'm remembering right that I that I don't. Andrew, Pat, Jeremy, Kurt. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Andrew. Locking it in. Final answer. <laughs> final answer. Oh, no. <laughs> Jeremy, isn't it? Jeremy locking it in final. 
All right, Paul. All right, Paul. Paul, Paul. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> this game's off to a messy best start. Okay. Any guest who comes on, I'm going to say it right now. The game is not over after the first three questions. Paul, I'm going to give you the 10 points. But wow. it is not – you're wrong on both. It is Pat is the right answer. I thought Pat only made the one final, and that was it. You beat him in 2015. Pat is the right answer. But Paul, here's your here's your um, here's your uh, punishment. You need to delete one of the three lifelines. Which one? Well, I, I treat it like it's all eliminate double shot. Okay, eliminate double shot. Okay, we're yes. moving on. Okay, Paul. Here we go. I, I, I might have made that one just a tad harder. I just I just thought, you know, being Pat, I thought you might have remembered that. But it's all right. Here we go. For 20 points, longest winning streak in basketball for you. What is your longest winning streak in basketball? Is it A, two games, B, three games, C, 14 games, D, none? 14. I don't think I went undefeated at all. Um and what, well, wait, are you counting playoffs? Yes, this is oh, any time this season. Longest winning streak. Oh, wait, did you say, just say this season? No, all all time. What's your longest oh. winning streak? Two, three, 14, none. Oh, I know it's not two. I did go on a three-game win streak this past year. Paul, this you're on. Paul, Paul, this is yeah. not going to. I know this game's also a rough start for you. I know it's late. This is not going to count your hint, but you're on a four-game winning streak currently. Yeah, what is so. your? <laughs> well, you said what? Two, three, fourteen, or zero? Zero. Yeah. What is it? I mean, how is it fourteen then? This is all time. Now you're confusing me in all honesty. Uh, <laughs> okay, hold on. I, can you just repeat it so I can, like, for sure? <laughs> yes, no problem. Okay. What is your longest winning streak in your franchise in basketball? Two, okay. three, 14, or none? longest so obviously i'm on a longer one than three so 14 lock it in and that is correct yes well it is <laughs> okay. 14 you... i want i like I, I admittedly was confused on that one so <laughs> <laughs> it's all right all right you still get the two lifeline 14 right. inaugural season you started 14 and oh damn still the longest winning streak in overall jerry one fantasy sports okay here we go for the 30-point question, you still have two lifelines, hit and 50-50. Yep. 30 points. Okay, you got it. Who did you lose to in the 2020 Fantasy Baseball Finals? Is it A, Andrew, B, Josh, C, Johnny, D, Pat? Well, Pat doesn't do fantasy baseball. We can get him out of here. But this one's easy. This one's going to be etched in my brain for a little bit. Come on, Johnny. Marino, C, lock it in, final answer. I'm going to do the dramatic pause. <laughs> Commercial break. <laughs> that is correct. Yes, Johnny. 2020, lost to him. 
fantasy baseball, so you are locked in at 30 points. You got to go for it. You definitely got to go for it on this 40 oh, yeah. lesson. Okay, no more help for anybody who comes on for this game. If you get one wrong in the first three, you just have to sacrifice a lifeline like Paul did. But Paul's got the 50-50. He's got the hint. He's got a 40-point question. Here we go. It's getting a little trickier. Playing Larry this week in fantasy basketball. What is your career record versus Larry in fantasy basketball? Is it A, 1-0, B, 0-1, C, 1-2, D, 1-1? This is playoffs and regular season. Larry, basketball, career record, 1-0, and 1-2, 1-1. Well, I know I'm not 0-1. At the very least, we do have multiple matchups. I'm trying to remember if he was in, you know, the couple, really not so much last year, but a couple years ago. I'm going to go one and one D final answer. Because that's why I know what it is this year, I think. <laughs> and that is correct. Yes. yes. One Thank and you. one. Yes. One win, one loss, two seasons, two meetings. That is your career record versus Larry. We'll see if you get it to two and one after this week. You're up yeah. to 40 points. All right. 50 point question. You get it right, you get 50. You lose, you get it wrong, you fall back to 30, or you can walk with 40. Here we go. What is your career earnings, current earnings in fantasy basketball only? Okay. A minus $55, E minus $30, C minus $10, or D $25. Minus 55, minus 30, minus 10, 25. Well, the key thing here is trying to remember exactly maybe what Payne's in. But, you know, this is only my third year with fantasy basketball after taking the one year off after winning fantasy basketball. So I'm going to go $25 D, lock it in, final answer. And I'm so sorry, Paul. Wait that a is second. Wrong. What? That is what? wrong. The correct answer is A minus $55. And the reason. Wait a second. How much did we play for? <laughs> and the reason is minus 55. The inaugural season was a free entry fee. Oh, man. <laughs> There's no help for me this time. You end with 30 points. Yikes. You know, it's it's. I, I'm glad you went for it. I hope nobody walks in this game since you will <laughs> never play it again. Uh, but, Paul, 30 points. You're the top scorer. Once again, you're the top scorer. Disappointing. Can only go, can only go up from here. <laughs> Disappointing. I think I'll do this to every question. Uh, everybody who comes on. This game, I'll ask you. I'll give you since you didn't make it the one hundred point, the one hundred point question. Okay. All right, we're fun. <laughs> this is ridiculous. You'll never forget this. And I'll you could have, you could have you 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 know what? I'll just go with it. Yeah. How many one hundred point games in fantasy football have you had since the twenty fourteen season? <laughs> When Jared and Jeremy came in the league, is it A42, B45, C46, D52? Where's the Elias Sports Bureau when you need them? Uh, I'm fucking, I'm going for the goose, so give me 52, final answer. 
And that is wrong. <laughs> it is 45 is the right yeah. answer. So shot the middle. <laughs> yeah, I, I, when people play this game, I'm going to make the last question hard. Hard. Yeah. Uh, that is challenging, like, man, because that that's that that is tough. Because yeah. I mean, shit, <laughs> damn. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's tough with you. It's tough with you to find easy questions because you've been around so long, and there's like so many different ways I can ask a question to you. But you know, thanks for playing. <laughs> thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. <laughs> Before we get you out, though. Oh, hold on. We have breaking NHL news. Oh, really? Michael Zibanejad or Mika Zibanejad has made NHL history. He is the first player ever to with six plus points in consecutive games against the same one opponent in their matchups. Wow, they're absolutely decimating the Flyers. Like, I know he's on. I know he's on your other fantasy hockey team. Yes, right? he is yeah, on mine. So we're starting to really get some good performances out of him. But we'll golf left, golf left versus who I couldn't drop. <laughs> Yeah, neither could I. I couldn't do it, but uh, especially as a ranger too. But before I get you out of here, Paul, you win fantasy ho- hockey, you win fantasy basketball. That's your sixth or seventh championship. Be your first since 2018. If you yeah. do it in basketball, you can finally get that monkey off your back of not winning a 10-man league or boss. Uh, I know that's a thing on you, but championships a championship. Just like that path that path puts on me. Yeah, but championship's a championship. But if you win basketball or you win hockey, you'll be the first two-time winner in both those sports. What would that mean to you? Another notch in the belt. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. Um, you have to get there first, obviously, but that would be that'd be pretty cool. That'd be obviously uh, three leagues that multi-time champion in, and that means you know we have to really go ahead and get baseball at that point. <laughs> Baseball, that would that would complete the the grand slam. Win, grand slam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It would be pretty 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 cool for you. But uh, you know, Paul, I wish you the best of luck in the playoffs, hockey, Thank basketball. You. Uh hopefully your bracket gets over four hundred points this year. <laughs> and uh, I wish you the best of luck on this on Sunday's draft in fantasy baseball. But, thank uh, you, Nick. I appreciate it. Good luck to you as well in the draft. So yeah, yeah, thank you. And um uh, yeah, and thanks for coming on, Paul. I'll see you later. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Nick. We'll uh, catch up to you on Sunday. I want to thank Paul for coming on. It was good to talk. I'm good to catch up with him. Uh, even though I see, even though I see him all the time, but it was good to talk to him. You know, get him, get him on this. Get him on, it was great to get him on the pod. But let's talk about fantasy hockey. Fantasy hockey playoffs are here. Obviously, basketball's got the two games that I've talked about. Fantasy hockey only has the one. It's a five-team playoff, as you see. Uh, Matt did not win in week 10 of the final week of the regular season, but me and Q did lose. Disappointing. Couldn't beat Josh. Q couldn't beat Paul. And Nate took care of Jack pretty easily. But, you know, Dustin Keefer, number one seed, already locked that up the week before with his win against Paul. Uh, but uh, Paul and Nate get the, the buys. Nate has to head that over Josh. So Josh has to play in the playing game. This is the third time that we've seen the playing game in fantasy hockey. Second straight year we've seen the playing game. Uh, playing game did finish last year. Justin Kiefer and Jack playing in the playing game last year in the first year in fantasy hockey, and Justin Kiefer got the one point win over Jack in that in that week in that round. But Justin Kiefer's run came short, winning the semifinals, got cut short against Nate, who is a dominating team. Had won ten in a row, seventeen and two. 
number one seed, number one scoring champ in the points last year in the regular season. So that was sucked. And he was only up three points four days ago. So never know what could happen that weekend of that final weekend of that semifinal. But, uh, you know, the playing game, Matt is in. He's in, finally in. He did not – this is not how he imagined getting into the playoffs, but he's in four and six. We've seen for the last two straight years, for the last three straight years in this league, we've seen an under 500 teammate boss. Now Matt's a third straight year. But this is the first time we've seen a team two games under 500. It's not good look. I don't like it as a commissioner. I don't like to see an under 500 team make the playoffs. I, I'll be honest. I don't like to see it. But here's Matt's chance. He's finally earned his chance. He should have had a chance the first year when there was only three teams that made the playoffs of the six teams. He's got his chance now. And against a guy he's, who's owned him in fantasy hockey, always finished ahead of him in the standings. He's finished ahead of him in the standings again this year in Josh. But Josh has never won a playoff game. Matt's first playoff game. Nate's got a championship. Paul's got a championship in this league. Justin Kiefer has won playoff win. Has never lost officially in the playoffs. But, you know, obviously this, this is an interesting matchup. This is an opportunity for a franchise in fantasy hockey and Josh and Matt to get that first career playoff win. It's a playoff win. I know it's, you know, it's always been Justin – it's always been Paul and it's always been Nate this year. They've been the top three games. There's no question about that. Me, Q, and Jack. <sighs> Q had a nice stretch there. We thought he might have been in. Same with me. But just inconsistency hurt our, hurt our, hurt our chances. Jack needs to set his lineup. But Matt and Josh have an opportunity to win a playoff game. Right now on this Thursday, Thursday evening, Matt's got a 55-49 to 49 lead over Josh. Josh is led by Connor McDaniel. By far the best score. We didn't even talk about Nikola Jokic on Paul's team. He's about our best score. Over here on Paul on Josh's hockey team, Connor McDavid. He's the reason he's in the playoffs. So we'll see what happens here. I'm intrigued. I, I like Matt's chances in this because Matt has had he's, he's shown that he can compete in this league. He's beaten eight twice this year. So we'll see what happens. But Josh has always seemed to have Matt's number, so I'd watch out for that. We'll see who has the lead after this because – you know, both in basketball and hockey, in the playing game in the first round, anybody who has the lead after that first week has always won. I know basketball is a little weird because sometimes the all-star break is in the mix of the first round. I think it's, like the, it's usually the first two weeks. Whenever a first official week happens, whether it's nine days of the all-star break or one week of seven days, that person who's ever had that lead going into that final week has always won. So – it's important to get that lead. We'll see what happens. I'm excited. Playing game, you know, just before – it's like the calm before the storm because you talk about the basketball period. Yeah, these three guys plus Matt and Josh are going to go to the death because Justin Kiefer's trash talk is at ultimate high in fantasy hockey right now. And Nate, Nate wants it bad. And there's money on the line this year, 70 bucks for first. And Paul wants it bad too. Paul hasn't won since the inaugural season in this league either. So we'll see what happens. That's fantasy hockey. Playing game. Week one. Up two. Now let's talk a little bit about the tournament challenge. Larry's in the lead. How about that? A Jerry one owner of the fantasy leagues is in the lead. That's what you like to see. Larry is tied for the lead with Matt's college friend, Rob's brother, Ryan Armstrong. 
now I've I've heard a lot about this Ryan going to the Matha Leagues and how he's like he's like the he's like a mixture of Paul and me in his fantasy leagues that Matt plays in. And yeah, so it's like he wins it all like a Paul and he's the commissioner like me. So that's a mixture of both. So that's a very good owner. That's a deadly owner. And he's a real threat here at the tournament challenge. Larry and him both have Gonzaga and they both have 410 points going into the second weekend. Um, so, you know, you got to like the chances, Gonzaga. Uh, and then, of course, if it's up three, you get in the money. So we have five guys tied for three who get about 14 bucks. Tammy Morrow, who is also a Matt's college friend. Rob Armstrong, who is Matt's college friend, who I mentioned, whose brother Ryan is it tied with Larry. Rob was also in the top five last year, and uh, two years ago, we, last time we did this, the only other time we've done this. And then, of course, you got Seneca Falls guys, Ty Mealy and Mike Bruno, and, of course, the defending champ, Matt, another Jerry One guy in the mix as well. Obviously, you got to like Sammy and Matt because they have Gonzaga, or Larry and Ryan because they have Gonzaga. Obviously, I, I, I think if you don't have the winner, you're not going to win this challenge. So even though they're in the mix right now for the money, Mealy, Bruno, and Rob, they're probably gone. West Virginia's gone. Texas Tech's gone. Illinois is gone. So that eliminates a lot of people. That eliminates a lot of people. I mean, just a couple notes off the Jerry One guys. You see Josh out there. Josh didn't get to play two years ago because he was doing Army stuff. Uh, and we got a good turnout. I mean, we have 20 active owners and five inactive owners in the Jerry One world, in the Jerry One leagues. We got 17 active of the 20 active to play in this. And we got one inactive to play in this as well in Tom Canelli. Tom Canelli got Gonzaga, but he is in 68th place, 1290, not not dead. But you want one sleeper who is down there who can make a push. I'm going to go a guy with a couple points more projected and more max, I should say, and Justin Keeper. He's hot in the hockey. And now I got him here. He's got the 64th best bracket right now out of 71 total. And uh, I like Justin Keeper. I think he's a sleeper at, at, the, at the money. Not saying he's going to win, but he's got Gonzaga, Michigan, Baylor still has his final four. West Virginia is gone. He's a sleeper. Anybody who's got Gonzaga is a sleeper. Um, you know, there's a lot of Gonzagas. The Illinois are really hurting. Justin Elwa, Paul Russo. Paul's doing better. Sam Shields, I see here, Illinois. Uh, but you know, it's 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 a good it's a good it's a good first week. We had a good first weekend in this. We got two more weeks to go. Uh, officially, officially, six more days. We got the two Sweet Sixteen days, which I kind of like that. The, the quadruple headers, I kind of like that this year. And then we got the two Elite Eight days earlier next week. Um, to close out March. And then we got the final four next Saturday. And we got the championship the following Monday after that. So it's it's gonna come down to it. I think obviously I picked on Zaga, so I think on Zaga's gonna win this thing. Um so I like Larry and Matt. I think they got a shot at this thing. Let's see. Larry, let's look at his final four. Larry's got Gonzaga, Michigan, Baylor, just like Justin Keeper. So Justin Keeper's gonna have to get make a move here in the lead eight somewhere. If he can, I don't want to get too in depth with everyone's brackets, but let's look at Matt's final four. 
So Matt lost three Final Four teams. So that's not good. That's why I like Larry over him. Larry's got a real shot this thing. Gonzaga, Michigan, Baylor. Ryan Armstrong has Gonzaga, Alabama, Baylor. So Michigan, Alabama, huge, huge swing. If Larry wants to win this thing over Ryan Armstrong, it's going to be tight. You know, Larry's thinking fantasy basketball championship. He's thinking tournament challenge championship. How can he even be thinking about baseball? Because, you know, he's, he's really hoping for a better baseball season, Larry. But a lot going on with him right now. So, I don't know, I don't know where his head's going to be at this this, uh, this weekend's draft, which we'll say in a second here. But that's really it for the tournament challenge. Uh, Jack DeRue's up there. He's in the top ten. But Illinois, like I said, is going to hurt him. Bayheim's booger, though. Let's give a shout-out to someone who's not a Darren one guy. Bayheim's booger. Correctly picked Oral Roberts in the Sweet 16. If you're wondering who Beheim's bugger is, that is Jack Boogmaster, who is, oh, let me get this, Jeremy, who helped me with the group, with Matt, who also helped me with the group. It's Jeremy's girlfriend, Nina. Nina. I don't know how to say her last name. Uh, how do you say her last name? I know it. I know it. Wowowski. Wowowski? Ah. Close enough. But anyway, it's Nina's brother's Tyler, who her brother's Tyler, friend. Jeremy's girlfriend's brother's friend. That's who Jack Boogmaster is. Beheim's booger. Correctly picked Oral Roberts in this week's 16. So shout out to him. Going to be fun. Matt Larry in the mix. Jack, not really. Rootville's Jerry one, guys. Justin Keeper, watch out for. Tom Canale. Keep Keep fighting, kid. You got Gonzaga. I mean, let's let's quickly look at Tom. He's way down there. Gonzaga, Michigan, Villanova. Ooh, Villanova. So, you know, if you get Villanova, Tom, got outside chance. You're watching this. We'll see what happens. That's it for the Eastman Tournament Challenge. Now, the big announcement about fantasy baseball. The draft is this Sunday, March 28th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We do it late one. So our China guy, Andrew Luchesi, could early in draft. So that's the reason why we do it so late for a uh, for draft. Usually they're on Sundays, you know, but that's what we, that's, that's where a lot of people can do them that day. So we'll see how that goes. So this Sunday, March 28th, 2021, at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, is this year's fourth annual Jerry One Fantasy Baseball Draft. But that's really it. Uh, yeah, so fantasy basketball first round week one, fantasy hockey playing game week one, playoffs are here. ESPN Tournament Challenge, week two of three, is here. Will Larry win? Will Larry win anything? Will Blake win? Will Justin Kiefer win? We will see. Time will tell. Fantasy baseball is here. Let's uh, let's get it going. But uh, beautiful day. Beautiful day to do a podcast. I want to thank Paul for coming on. Uh, you know, it was a pleasure talking to him. Uh, so, everyone, you know. Best of luck going forward in this Jerry One. It's a busy time in Jerry One right now. But I've been Nick Feliz. Set your lineup, and we'll see you at the next. We'll see you on the next Jerry One Fantasy Sports Podcast. Goodbye.